Glory be to Jesus Christ. Glory be forever. So this is Father Basil Malovany again, and this is my second podcast. And today I decided to interview our Bishop Emeritus, Michael Wilchar from uh, Eparchy of Saskatoon. And uh, he is the bishop who also ordained me as a priest back in 2008. The last thing he did before he retired, I think he retired the next day. And uh, so I thought it would be very, very interesting to get some perspectives of his life, of his priesthood, of his life as a bishop, and now as retired uh, bishop in Ituna, Saskatchewan. So um, basically, I'm just going to let uh, Bishop Michael speak for most of this broadcast. I'll ask a few questions here and there. And I hope that you enjoy his wisdom and his uh, life journey that he'll talk about. So welcome, Bishop Michael. Thank you, Father Basil. Now, I don't know what you want, but where do you want me to begin and where to end? Well, basically, um, just introduce yourself a little bit and where you came from, your, a little bit about your background, okay. Okay, and was, all that stuff. I was born in a pioneer house in the Comarno, Manitoba, May 9th, 1932. And that pioneer house was built along one of the Indian trail that went through that farm. So that's why they built it there. There was an opening, and then the pioneers put that. That's where I was born. Log house, two rooms, and, of course, no doctor. There was a midwife. And uh, I was born, mother tells me, about 2 o'clock in the morning. So I'm a night hawk. <laughs> okay. Now, I think it was Tuesday. And so they said, well, we'll baptize him. So, on Sunday. So, on Sunday they packed me up in May, nice, beautiful day, and took me to the parish church in Comarno. Mm-hmm. Now, the redemptors were there before mm-hmm. the present priest that, that uh, baptized me. Mm-hmm. And they came there, and, and the priest tells my mom and dad, there is no divine liturgy here. I just had Utrinya for the sisters, mm-hmm. and now I'm going to be going to the parish out in the country there. They had seven churches to look after. Mm-hmm. And so, he says, well, since you already brought them here, and probably you organized the christening party, 
and so forth. I will take him upstairs in the chapel, Redemptor's Father's Chapel. Mm -hmm. And so they baptized me in the Redemptor's Father's Chapel. So that's my connection with the Redemptor's. That's interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, and it it was just a maybe one thing. It was Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday, five days. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's all. And I don't remember anything after (laughs) that until Mm -hmm. about two years old. Mm -hmm. And the practice at home was every evening. Mm My brothers would recite their daily prayers, Mm -hmm. and dad would listen. Mm -hmm. Mom would be doing something else in the kitchen, and he'd go to the other room there. There was an icon, a prayer book, a little table, Mm -hmm. and he would sit down and pray with them, with the two brothers. And I was watching that, and slowly, slowly, I started repeating those prayers with them. Mm -hmm. So that by the age of five, Mm -hmm. six, I knew all the prayers. Wow, great. And and I used to participate in that, but he didn't demand that he would come. If I went to sleep earlier, he didn't didn't wake me up. Mm -hmm. And then... When I was six and a half years old, Mm -hmm. the sisters said that they would be preparing children at the age of seven to first confession and Holy Communion. Mm -hmm. But during the summer, uh, a Brazilian missionary, Father André Truch, came to Kovarno to preach a mission. Right. And they preached the old style right. from Sunday to Sunday. Wow. And during the week, and I already was six years so we were going to school already. And he said, after school, all the children come to church. So, and he tells little stories about some saints and so forth. And then he said, okay, Saturday afternoon you have to come to church mm-hmm. and you go to confession. Right. So that on Sunday you can go to Holy Communion. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to all this. Mm-hmm. But I know that the sisters were told that they're going to prepare their children for confession and First Communion next year. Right. Seven years old. Yes. That was the magic year. Mm-hmm. That's supposed to be a year of mm-hmm. of reason, as you said. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I listened, and Saturday came by, and my brothers are going to church, mm-hmm. and they told mother that they're going to, the priest asked them to come, and so and me usually. If they doing, they would be doing something. I try to go and and watch or or follow them. So mm-hmm. I ask, can I go? What time can I go with them? You know, and my brother said, well, yeah, if he wants to go, okay. And mother was only happy to get rid of me, <laughs> so she she kind of dressed me up a bit mm-hmm. and sent him off. Wow. 
And we went to church. Right. Heard the service and so forth. <coughs> and then he priest prepared the children for confession. And he went repeat of what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And then they were going to confess. And I was sitting back there mm-hmm. by my brother. Yes. He went to confession. Mm-hmm. He came back and he whispered to me, he says, the missionary wants to see you. <laughs> he played a joke on me. Oh, boy. <laughs> the missionary didn't want me. Yeah. He played a joke. Yeah, he wanted right. to see what's going to happen. Right. Well, when he said that, I looked around, mm-hmm. and then I saw how the children were going to the sacristy and coming out. Yeah. So I went quickly there in the front uh-huh. before all the others. Right. As soon as one came out of there, I went in. Yeah. And when I came in, the priest looked at me, and I looked at him, and he greeted me, Slava Jesusu Christus, uh-huh. Slava Navike, right. and I was speaking Ukrainian, uh-huh. no problem. Yeah. And he says, what's your name? He gave uh-huh. me my, my name. Yeah. How old are you? Six years old. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> and why did you come here? Yeah. Well, my brother told me that uh, you want to see me. <laughs> and he cut on right away that, uh, yeah, yeah. that <laughs> the brother right. is playing a trick on it. Right. He says, oh, yeah, well, yes, I, mm-hmm. I certainly am happy to see you, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, do you know your prayers? Yeah. Yes, say them. And I start off the prison, and those prayers last six minutes. Right. So I said all those prayers. Mm-hmm. And then he looks at me and he says, uh, and then he asked me, you know, how many gods are there? I says, one. <laughs> yeah, but there's three. Ah, I said, three persons. Yes. In the Trinity. Yes. Ah, who are they? Yeah. Father, Father's God, uh-huh. Jesus, Son of God, uh-huh. and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. But in Ukraine, you yeah, said, right. Mm. right. Mm. I still remember that whole thing. And he talks about what's what's about communion. What what is the Holy Communion? Kneel down. (laughs) So I knelt down and he went through the whole confession with me. Right. He gave me a solution, yeah. and then he said, you go back there, in, uh, like the other children right. there, and kneel yeah. down over there and, and say the pens. Right. Remember this pen. Uh-huh. And then when you go home, yeah. you tell your mother yeah. to watch out with you in the morning, uh-huh. because you cannot eat or drink anything, not even water. Right. It was strict after midnight, right. no water, uh-huh. even water wasn't allowed. Yes. So, I'm going home and my brother is saying, what did the priest tell you? Huh. Well, he gave me a pen and said, I thought you, 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 you did pretty long time. Mm-hmm. He, you, I said, well, I went to confession. What? <laughs> and then the priest said that I have to go to Holy Communion tomorrow. <laughs> no, 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 don't, because there's going to be, no, no, you, just, you don't go. <laughs> He's trying to convince yeah, me yeah, and yeah. also... I said, well, uh-huh. the missionary told me. Okay. Yeah. So I came home and I first thing straight to mother and says, uh-huh. I'm going to Holy Communion tomorrow. Uh-huh. I went to confession. 
what? Oh, there's a whole big thing there, you know. You don't have any, you don't have another shirt. So she started hollering and then dad was working or something. Here, there's all this hollering. He come running in. What's going on here? What's going on here? Well, but hey, he went to, to with, the, with the boys. He went to confession tomorrow. He's going to Holy Communion. I'm not prepared for him. He hasn't got a pair of trousers. He says, got a shirt, you know. Right. And he then asked me, what did the missionary say? He said that I should go to communion tomorrow during the divine liturgy and to make sure that I don't eat or drink anything before that. Okay. He said, well, that's what the missionary said. That's what will happen. Mm-hmm. So, I told <laughs> tell the mother, we're going to the store. We're going to buy a pair of pants for him. Mm-hmm. We're going to buy a new shirt for him. It's right. off. Right. Not some kind of suit or just a new pair of pants. And might as well buy another pair of shoes. So he took whatever right. money he needed. We went there and bought a new pair of pants, mm-hmm. bought a pair of shoes, right. bought a shirt, put that on, oh, big, oh, you'll grow into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> you know, okay. So I come home already. Now in the morning, my mother made sure that she kept me sleeping longer. Uh-huh. Spare, 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 yeah, spare. Yeah, yeah. It was easier to watch than I didn't <coughs> want to drink anything. Right, right. So then, then already when they figured it's time to get up and go to church, mm-hmm. so swing up, me up, washed me up, and, and so forth, and no drink anything, don't drink, don't, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to take something for you, right. after, after Holy Communion you'll have something in church, okay. So off we go, mm-hmm. and the, the missionary is there preaching with the parish priest, mm-hmm. of course, and... Then comes reading of the gospel. We are all listening. Following the gospel, the missionary says, the sermon, uh-huh. the missionary sermon will be after Holy Communion, towards oh, the end of the day. We're okay. going to continue here so the children can go to communion. Right. And then if somebody brought some kind of lunch for them so they wouldn't feel faint, yeah. you can even have a little bit of lunch oh, there yeah, in the right. in, in mm-hmm. church. Right. Good pastor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what happened. Mm-hmm. And following the liturgy, mm-hmm. the people, some people came up and said, it's all because of you. We got hacked today. Oh, boy. <laughs> because he said, there are people there that don't even know their prayers. And there's others oh. that didn't come to confession. But a little boy yeah, came yeah, to yeah, confession. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> like a little angel. And you, who you deserve it. You pee a kid, you yeah, know. Yeah, he yeah, really, yeah. he really gave it to them. I see. So he even said, if anybody wants to confession today, yet I will stay here until you people right. can have a confession and go home. Right. Anyhow, so that was my introduction to the Amazing. Holy Communion Amazing. and Confession. Great. So, after that, mm-hmm. <laughs> when we were going to school, during our time as the small kids, the priest 
and the sisters, because sisters mm -hmm. lived in Kovarnov. Six sisters looked after yeah. the old people. We were one of the first parishes had a old people's uh, senior home, right. and the sisters looked after them. And uh, we, well, what was I going to say? Mm -hmm. um, the, yeah, the, 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 something about, uh, now just skip my mind. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, oh. Sisters? The, the, uh, the, the, the sister, yeah. <laughs> the, the pra practice was this. Yeah. Every Friday, yeah. that's what I was going to say. Mm -hmm. Every Friday, the teacher would say to all the children, mm -hmm. it's three o'clock, yeah. I am leaving the school. Right. All of you behave. And if the sisters or the priest tell me mm -hmm. that you were not behaving, yeah. <coughs> Monday will Settle the score. <laughs> right. So we were very, we really yeah. behaved. We right, kept right. quiet and listened and said what the sisters were. No, no, mm -hmm. that was that was discipline. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no monkey around. <laughs> Anyhow, so the priest came in and the sisters came in, and the sisters, the the one that's preparing for communion, she says to me, "You went to confession, Rudy?" I says, "Yeah." You go with the older group. <laughs> so, because she's not going to be preparing me. I already right. went. So right. she said, you go with the older group. And from mm -hmm. then on, I was taking my catechism already mm -hmm. with the older group. Okay. And then, of course, uh, it wasn't a practice to go to, uh, to communion every Sunday because the priest would come have service for us on Sundays once a month. Right. Because he had the other churches. Oh, right. But many times he'd come in the afternoon and we'd have the Mulaban. Yes. Or in the evening he would have Vichirin. Right. And we still came to church for those services. Yes, right. So that was the style of mm -hmm. being brought up. But what was important that in the family mm -hmm. every evening yeah. Evening yes. prayers, yes. and it wasn't mother who was there. Yeah. Oh, Dad right. sat there like a yeah. <laughs> sergeant at yeah, arms, yeah, 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 yeah. and <laughs> listened to the way the, my brothers. And then later on, yeah. I joined them, and I was saying those my, my, night prayers, mm -hmm. all night prayers. In the morning, he, he, he told us, you know, say in our Father, Hail Mary, and a, day, a prayer to the guardian angel. So the guardian angel, from a little kid, I've been mm -hmm. saying the prayer to our guardian angel. Right. And I can give you stories. I think the guardian mm -hmm. angel was working overtime with me. Oh, absolutely. And and so that's the, the bringing it up. And then from there, mm -hmm. we moved to Winnipeg, mm -hmm. and there was classes and so forth. Okay. So... On. so I think my vocation uh -huh. was there. Okay. Right from the In the family, yeah. parish, and the practice of your faith. Mm -hmm. Now, if you don't do that, right. what kind of vocation are you going to have? Absolutely. Very so, similar to my story, too, yes. Huh? It's very similar to my story as well. There you uh, go. From the, from the family the vocation came from. So I'm just going to skip ahead a little bit, a bishop, and 
and uh, talk about maybe your high school years and your uh, getting into the minor, minor seminary and to the seminary. Can you say a little well, bit about that? It, it, well, the seminary, there, then you, as years go on, okay. uh, Father Kopiakiewski had the mission, Redemptor's priest had the mission in Komarno. Okay. And he had some pamphlets. <coughs> Yeah. And I took this pamphlet, I read it, right. and so forth, and then I showed my dad, and I said, you know, there's this boarding school yeah, there yeah. in in, in Roblin, right. uh, and you know, instead of walking, because <laughs> right. you had to walk a mile yeah, 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 through yeah. the snow, grain, and then right. there you, you live in there, and you get your schooling there, you go there. Mm-hmm. So my dad says, well, okay, and he wrote a letter mm-hmm. to the director. Okay. And got a reply that we don't take boys to Mander Seminary unless they have finished grade seven. Oh, okay. And I was just starting grade seven. Uh-huh. And so they wouldn't accept it. They said, you can apply next year. Okay. Well, okay. So next year, we sold the farm at that time. Mm-hmm. And we moved to Winnipeg. Okay. And in Winnipeg, my dad knew Mr. Dipka. Okay. Because he was uh, the agent for uh, Brotherhood. Oh, yes. And, uh, and my dad wanted to join the Brotherhood. Okay. In Winnipeg, it's not, it, there was no Brotherhood in in Komarno, but already mm-hmm. in the big cities, there's a brotherhood. Oh, mm-hmm. you're an organization, you got mm-hmm. the Stashka. Oh. Right. And the women already, not just sisterhood like they had in Komarno, mm-hmm. they had the Women's League. Oh, that oh, was something yeah. special too. So my dad joined the brotherhood. My mother joined the uh, Women's League. And so that already there's life organized in, in Winnipeg. And, and, and Dip gone, Mr. Dipka said, my dad mentioned to him that my son's thinking of going to Robin. Oh, but my son is there. Uh-huh. Russell Dipka. All right, right. So oh, my dad said, well, this is good. He can come. So they invited them to our place for dinner and mm-hmm. Sunday in Winnipeg. And they talked about it. And Russell there, you know, he's quite a bit older already. Yeah, yeah. Than, you know, and uh, you know, I asked him, you know, how was that? He said, oh, we sleep, we sleep like an army. <laughs> bunks, you know, there's right. two, two bunks, one lower, one higher. Right. And so, <laughs> so he says, yeah, well, if you, yeah, you, you, if you apply and they accept you, you grade eight, you start with grade eight. Mm-hmm. And that's how I got into uh, the minor seven. I spent five years there. Right. And then on the fourth year, they, the director of the, of the juvenate, it wasn't called a college, it was called a redemptor's juvenate. Okay. And uh, he, they decided to register the juvenate as a regular high school in the province of Manitoba. Right. But the fathers weren't prepared to teach oh. and follow the curriculum. 
Okay. They were teaching what they knew from Ukraine. Oh, interesting. So a lot of our students suffered with failed exams. <laughs> we knew what they taught, yeah, but yeah. They, they didn't follow the curriculum. They didn't even know there is a curriculum. <laughs> so the, you, so we, it was, we were pioneers. Right. And uh, I finished off my grade 11 by... Oh. Well, I went with the grade 11 and no grade 12. Yeah. I went to Novitiate, and right. here's another thing. Yeah. Metropolitan Maxim Hervanyuk was the provincial. Right. And he made a statement that from now on they will not accept, uh, you know, candidates to the Redemptor's Seminary uh -huh. unless they have finished grade 12 or first year university. Right. Why? Well, it was, I mean, grade 11. So I told the <coughs> father master, Maduga, who's the master, I says, mm -hmm. I have to go back to Winnipeg because you're closing the college in Roblin. Right. And you know, it was after the war and father, the, the fathers were asked to go to England, the others in the, to Australia oh, yes. to help out organize the parishes. Right. And, and so there was no, there were no priests then already, father. Mm -hmm. Father Novak and somebody else there. Two priests run a high school? No right, way. So right. they closed it. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so I went home. Uh -huh. I went to St. Paul's College and I finished grade 11. I didn't want to go to grade 12. I said, I'll take first year university. If I can pass first year university, uh -huh. I know I'll pass the exams and tests and everything at the seminary because right. they were students that went to the seminary and came back home because it was too hard. Right. You know, and they couldn't do it. Right. So I didn't want to be in the same situation. Yes. All right. So I finished that, finished first, first year university, passed it. I said, well, so well. I wrote back to the, uh, to the father, Redemptor's fathers in Yorkton mm -hmm. and applied for a novitiate. I went to the novitiate mm -hmm. again, and uh, after Novitiate, they accepted me, and I made my vows, mm -hmm. and I went to the seminary in Meadowvale. Oh. And in Meadowvale there, for a while, we had a nice group of students, but they kept getting ordained. Right. It less and less, and very few coming in. In the end, eventually, there were only three of us. Mm. So they they decided to move <coughs> us to Holy Redeemer College uh -huh. Seminary in Windsor. Windsor, okay. And that's where we went, and that's where I completed my seminary studies. Uh -huh. And then when I finished the seminary studies, uh -huh. uh, I was ordained by Metropolitan Maxim Hermanyuk, uh -huh. returned one for one more year for my uh, they always said the, the sexto. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. <laughs> the sixth commandment, yes. sixth and ninth commandment. Right. And then after it, moral theology. And so when completed that, then I got a, a certificate saying I could celebrate divine liturgies, hear confessions, and mm -hmm. so forth. But then the, the the superiors decided that they would like me to go to Roblin, to, mm -hmm. to the 
college because they just opened up the college okay. again with five young priests. Right. And that they were, they were only second year or third year there. And so uh, I said, well, okay. Mm-hmm. Some, some father said maybe he should go to Rome and get right. a doctor, you know, and something mm-hmm. else. He's, mm-hmm. he's pretty sharp. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they, they said, well, I said, whatever. You, they decided to send me, going to send me there. And so the, the director says, okay, during the summer, you will take uh, two courses in education right. uh, with, with a BA already that they'll give you, and you work on your BA. Ed, and at the same time, the provincial decided that we'll also have to take pastoral year. Oh, yes. So I was carrying six courses wow. in a pastoral year. Wow. Plus two courses in education. Yes. And but then two courses in the summer, two course two courses in the year, uh-huh. plus the pastoral. So I had like a oh, that's a busy year. A load and a half. <laughs> yes. But thanks be to God, I finished it all. And then next summer, I finished off my B. Ed. and I had uh, an application that was accepted to a master's. In education, but they, they said we, you haven't got time to do that. You have to go to to Rodland and teach. We need right. we need teachers. So right. so I went to Rodland. I never and I never got my master's in education. Mm-hmm. But that's that's my thing. Then that that I was teaching in Rodland. I was a pre associate first, so then. Prefect, mm-hmm. and of course, I like sports, so I got into the sport program. Mm-hmm. And then I was invited by a Manitoba Amherst Hockey Association <coughs> for a special hockey school in Saskatoon. Oh, yes. So I stayed at St. Peter Paul's Rectory right. and during the summer and walked over with my skates uh-huh. and equipment <laughs> to the yeah, University of Saskatchewan, yeah. a rink there, right. and they trained us how to be, how to do the different yeah. skills of hockey, right. and uh, then we got a book, and we wrote the book, then we wrote a test on that book, and we got certificates so that we could now teach Coaches, how to coach right. students right. And, uh, and and get certificates. So then, mm-hmm. that's what they did. But then I was said, we got, at that time was level one, two, and three. Okay. And when you already had a three, you could teach level one and two. Right. You had to have four to teach level three. Okay. And uh, level five was only for... Special students, special coaches, and I got all five of them. Okay. Eventually, I kept mm-hmm. going to these uh, schools that were being conducted, and then I did a lot of organizing <coughs> the, in the parkland. I was working the uh-huh. minor hockey association in Groblin, Russell, Grandview, mm-hmm. Gilbert Plains. Mm-hmm. Dolphin, 
Right. Yeah, all that yes, is, yes. including Swan River, right. all that whole area. Uh, I was asked by the association to set things up and do, conduct the schools. And that's how it, I got into hockey. Mm-hmm. And it paid up in the college because I also coached and I knew what I was doing. Right. And we had some very good teams. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole mm-hmm. history about mm-hmm. sports there. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> the, uh, track and field mm-hmm. sports, they started very simply. As time it started developing, so I, I registered uh, our teams, our school, mm-hmm. with, for track and field. Right. And we competed with, first of all, in our division, and mm-hmm. then we went to Dauphin, and if you still won out in Dauphin, you ended up in Winnipeg. Right. And we have one, surprisingly, uh, Joe Pizzcani, which I helped him train, and he was a... Uh, uh, what do you might say, the champion high jumper oh, in Manitoba high schools. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. So that was it. You know, there was uh-huh. a whole uh-huh. program. Now, related program, uh-huh. I continued, you know, teaching catechism mm-hmm. from what we learned from the University of Ottawa. Uh-huh. And I brought in the books, you know, and so forth. Right. Development. Eventually, University of Manitoba mm-hmm. brought in a course, so right. it a world religion. Yes. So we, and that was a but that was in grade twelve already. Mm-hmm. So I, this, and of course, we had we were fortunate to have had Doctor Matsenko, oh, yes. who really uh, was a uh, what a musicologue we called him. You yeah. know, the, his doctor uh-huh. in music. And so he was training the boys in singing, and I used to attend those classes and learn a lot from him. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. uh, this is where the, the culture, the, and the Ukrainian dancing, I was teaching right. dancing, and sometimes I'd get these instructors to come in <coughs> and give, uh, uh, like, uh, Lectures and instructions, yes. you know, weekends. Yes. And that way they would develop up. As a, the students themselves, uh, having ability to play whatever instrument, they they <coughs> formed a band. Yes. College band. And this this is what brought about into uh, the concerts that we used to wow, travel right. from different places mm-hmm. and so forth. But also it was a good. It was a good means of encouraging uh, high school boys to apply to the college. Yes. There was the cultural program, the religious program, and the sports program. Yes. It was there now, three schools, right, you right, know. Right. It was a solid, solid mm-hmm. program. Yeah. And so much so that uh, when I became director mm-hmm. of the college, and my t- tenure of 12 years there during the the, our position in the province of Mate was 17 when I was done. Wow. The grade, the high schools, according to what kind of teachers they have, what yes. courses they teach. Yes. And then mm-hmm. also when the students go to university, 
how many, what percentages drop out and what percentages go on. Mm-hmm. They take all that in consideration and it reflects on the school. Right. Well, f- position 17 and in 12 years we were in the seventh position in wow. the province. Yeah. I had a high respect there. Yeah, yeah. They respected us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because we had some very good, we got doctors in there, engineers, you know. And, yeah. And, uh, and yeah. Um, of course, many priests came and out and lots. And yeah. number of priests. Yes, well, me included. Well, like Joe Pitzkani, sure, he yeah. won the high jump, but he's also a priest yes. now in Vancouver. Right. Father Peters, and also a yeah, student yeah, yeah. of mine. Yeah, yeah. And then you have, uh, well, there'd be a whole list of these right. students that I taught that afterwards became priests. Yes. So we did that, but you know, you cannot, <coughs> you cannot narrow in uh-huh. At teenage level, already a priest and nothing, right. nothing else. No, no, right. you got to have a normal life and so forth. But encourage those who think that they have a vocation. Just mm-hmm. encourage them. Mm-hmm. And so that was it. That's how it was. So, Seminary, total formation as a so priest. After after your time at St. Vlad's, what other parishes did you uh, did you serve? In the oh time. well, no. During six, yeah, yeah, yeah. during the time of say, uh, uh-huh. teaching in the college, yeah. you taught all day, yeah. and then Sunday mornings, like I used to get in the car and travel to Benito right. or to Swan River and have church services and right. do all the kind of church services, <laughs> visit the hospitals yes, and so forth, yes. and then come back and teach all day. Right. And you, that was a very hard mm-hmm. run. Yes, and I don't know if yeah, nowadays. Yeah. People would be able to do that. We yes, did it. Yes. And it was, it was tough. Mm-hmm. And so we, you, later on when I became a director, so then I was a pastor in yeah. Roblin. I right. didn't go to up north. The yes. other fathers went up right. north. And then there was a parish in Russell, which I also attended. Right. Then there was in the little parish in Petura yes. and Shortdale. And so these, these are, t- besides that, mm-hmm. uh, I was a regular confessor for the sisters, servants uh, of Mary Immaculate in Dolphin, in right. St. Paul's home. Right. So every month I go there, yeah. have a talk with them and so forth, right. and uh, then come back. So that, that's, that's mm-hmm. the story. And, then, and from there, uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. And diff- different peace came yeah. and go, you know, right. and so forth. And then finally, the provincial uh-huh. said, you know, you've been here too long already. You're getting old. <laughs> I'm 49. Right. But many of the teenagers had their tongues hanging out when yeah, they were trying yeah, to yeah. keep up with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, <laughs> right. Uh, still, what? They said, no, you, you're going to go back to mission work. You're going to go right. to parish work. Right. And, uh, and so... So that's what happened. Uh-huh. It just just moved me from from Roblin. Uh-huh. Finished, yeah. closed the door, 1981, from uh-huh. 61 to 81. Wow. And then that's 20 years. Yeah. And there's a lot of other things that was. Uh-huh. And, uh, campaign manager and so forth. Oh, right. Collecting money for the college, set up a million dollar fund. Right. right. Oh, that was that was hard work. That right. was very hard work, and then back in the parishes, I enjoyed parish work. Mm-hmm. And 
usually when I came there, I was assisting it when the pigs were then. The, being still a young person, 40, yeah. 49 years old, you mm-hmm. know, still young, I consider right. that, right, right. not in the 60s or 70s. Uh-huh. So I, I was in charge of altar boys, children of Mary. Mm-hmm. And Father Krauchuk was with the youth, women's league in the brotherhood. Okay. So that's, that's about the church services. And then one of the things that I was asked to go, to look after the sick in the parish. So uh-huh. all the hospitals was my responsibility right. to visit. And then once a month to visit the Sharins. Okay. And that I like doing. That's right. one of the things I yes, like doing. Yes, yes. So, so that the Sharins were not forgotten. Yes. I would go there Thursday evening, Thursday afternoon, start phoning my list of people that were Sharins mm-hmm. and talk to them. I said, tomorrow I'll be bringing you Holy Communion if you want to go to confession. And she said, well, what time are you going to come? I said, well, <laughs> I have a list here of 30 people. Yeah. So I'm going to be starting at 9 o'clock and I have that. Let me see, a half an hour for each one. Yeah. Oh, your, your thing will be around already 11, 30, 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and then sometimes in the afternoon. Already. Right. So this is, this is, that, that I like doing. So, and then? So, so this, this, the, the, the asked bishop, which areas did you serve as the parish priest after you left Roblin? Roblin, I was in Winnipeg. Winnipeg, okay. And then, uh, after Winnipeg, they have the parish in Newark, New Jersey. Okay. And because my Ukrainian was right. very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there were some places not too yeah, good, they were afraid. Uh-huh. And in, in Newark, you had to have right. good knowledge of Ukrainian because right. they would laugh at you. Right. So they sent me to, to <laughs> Newark. Uh-huh. As assistant, and I was there with not one the late Michael Kuchmiak. He oh, was yeah. the pastor, right? And of course, he was he was in the soldier in World War Two, mm-hmm. in in the in the army, and so forth. So he was a different different breed altogether. Mm-hmm. And so I came there, and he said, oh, oh, he was happy that I, that I was young. Right. And again, I had all the sick, all the hospitals, uh-huh. and all the uh, shut-ins, right. listing and so forth. Now there, there was a there was a parish over a thousand families. Wow! So there was a lot of work <coughs> yes, to be done, and yes. then, and, uh, and there I had to go first Friday and second Friday in order to satisfy all the shut-ins. Right. And uh, you learn quickly, you know, how to drive in Newark. You learn quickly how to drive in, in, the, in, the, in the States, you know, yeah, because yeah, yeah. sometimes the people live near yeah, New York, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. all the way up in Pennsylvania. So wow. there was a lot of driving there. Yes. But I did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I was I was the main driver there, right? And I took my turns on Sundays, preaching and so on, hearing mm-hmm. confessions. Mm-hmm. And uh, Father Stuklak, another priest there, he had that little parish at Elizabeth. Okay. And uh, that's where he used to go there. And so mm-hmm. so the, the two of us looked after one thousand families. Okay. But, yeah, and all and all the work continued. Wow. There. 
Two priests with so, thousands of families. From the work, uh-huh. well, <laughs> he sent me uh-huh. to Saskatoon. Okay. And there I was. Uh-huh. Then, from Saskatoon, they put me back to Newark. Oh, okay. And when Same I was way. already Newark, my third year, yeah. I get a telephone call from the Nuncio. Uh-huh. And I said, oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> I want to see you in my office. And so, uh-huh. when can you come? And I right. said, well, July 4th is a holy day, like you know, it's it's a civil holiday and so forth. The workers are not working, we're working here in the church uh-huh. and I have to be here. Right. See, I was already then the pastor. Right. And so I said, I can come then. Uh-huh. Okay, come, when you, what time will you go? I said, I'll have literally figured out, it'll be three hours drive. I should be there shortly after one. Uh-huh. Good, very good. We'll see you there uh-huh. on July 4th. Uh-huh. And I thought, oh, oh. <laughs> I, was, I was doing annulments uh-huh. for uh-huh. marriages. Okay. And I was a big, I guess about the 10th annulment already. Okay. And... And it was not all our parishioners. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the priests around there, the parishes around there, were from Ukraine. Right. And it's in English and so forth. Yeah, yeah. And so they, a couple came, they wanted, or just a, not a couple, just a <coughs> certain person wanted to yeah, yeah. Uh, start the, court, the case and for an almond, he thinks uh-huh. it's possible. And oh, I don't understand. I know you go to Father Vucharni. Oh, he's good. He knows <laughs> it. And, so, so yeah. I was doing, and I told the dean, the dean, yeah, and yeah, the yeah. dean, and the dean says, "Well, you're a Vuchar, shepherd. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. he says you shepherd his his, his people too. <laughs> so you can do no. He says, go yeah. ahead, do it, do, yeah. do it for them too. You be a nice guy. You do that. I said, okay. So, so that's what I was doing. Uh-huh. And I thought, oh, oh uh-huh. maybe the anonymous got me into trouble. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I came there. Thank you for coming. Uh-huh. And then he says, the Holy Father uh-huh. decided to appoint you as bishop in Chicago. I said, wow. what? Wow. <laughs> what a Just like that. Yeah. It says, excuse me. Yeah. And so, please accept a little. Uh-huh. I said, no, I'm a missionary, yeah, the yeah, 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 And they started yeah, yeah, yeah. discussing this. And I uh-huh. said, let somebody else do that work. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. <laughs> we had another three candidates. They all fell through. Yeah. The Metropolitan says that you would be a good bishop. Wow. Sulek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he says, well, if you don't want to go, just a minute, I'm going to send the telegram to, to the Holy Father and he'll order you. You yeah. have uh, obedience. Right. Says, yeah. right. And then, so if you got to do that, <laughs> forget it. <laughs> I might as well accept it. Right. I don't know what to do. I don't know anybody. Good. Yeah. 
You'll be a fresh start. You don't know right. anybody there. That's very good. Right. That's you'll be a good bishop there. Right. And that's what they did. They put uh-huh. me in the, into Chicago. Yes. That was a tough, tough assignment uh-huh. because mm-hmm. there are parishes from the Ohio Valley, right, all the way across the states to, to California. Right. In time, I brought in yet Hawaii. Hawaii, wow. The, the mission church in Hawaii. Right. So I had a, that was a fast thing. You know, you didn't go sit down in a car and go to visit the parish or something. Yeah, no, yeah. You, you flew. All the yeah, time I was yeah, yeah, flying yeah. a lot. Anyhow, I did seven years of work. The, the big thing that I looked very was they brought the people together through uh-huh. annual eparchial conferences. Right. And these eparchial <coughs> conferences had a theme. Uh-huh. And the first thing was, what is church? Yes. What's the meaning of church? Because people thought church was just another organization. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And they treated the church like an organization. Right. Well, they sure got their eyes open when they learned of what it is, a mystical body of Christ, and then, then Christ and lives in there, and you have to live in the kingdom of God on earth. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so, and then, that was the first one. The second was, we, once they got the good grounding, the first country, the second country, there's more, I had representatives from every parish, you know, and then they have to go home and they have to report and so yeah, forth. Yes. And just, we are church. Uh-huh. Yeah, don't talk about somebody <laughs> else, talk about me. Yes. What kind of a member of your church? What kind of <clears throat> oh brother, that was that was a tough one. Yeah. But we did it. Now the one that next one was Ukrainian Catholic Church is open to everyone. Oh, brother, the nationalists went crazy. Right. In fact, one parish boycotted it. Oh, boy. They didn't come. Yeah, yeah. The the assistant came to listen what what we're going to be talking about. And the pastor didn't come because he sided with the provisions. Right. We're a Ukrainian church. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, open. You're going to have, you know... Mm -hmm. And at that time, yet, you know, they, they still had that yeah. colored question, you right. know, and so right. forth. Right. Oh, brother. It was tough. So you spent seven years in Chicago, and then you were appointed also to Saskatoon? Well, in Saskatoon, well, first of all, yeah. when I brought this whole thing yeah. going nicely uh-huh. in in Chicago, uh-huh. and it, that was... The, the uh-huh. apple really started growing well right. and the people right. started accepting each other's more and so forth. Uh-huh. For instance, uh-huh. the calendar question between oh, Bolodimir yes. and St. Bolodimir yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, the, the, those people following the old calendar said they will not step into the cathedral. Right. But I brought them around because the school was under the jurisdiction of the cathedral, and I told the sisters and the staff there that one month, the children used to sing in the cathedral. Yes. Once a month. Yes. I says, uh-uh. 
once a month the children will sing at the cathedral, and once a month they will sing in the and Olga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in ours we will say Gregorian calendar, and then we will, <coughs> we will sing according to the Julian calendar. Right. We will respect them, and I hope they will in learn to respect us. Right. And that's what I did and brought them around. Uh-huh. There was one time, <laughs> one of the ladies uh, said, well, you said you'll never step a foot into the cathedral. Well, yeah, look, yeah, yeah. you came in. And she said, ah, but my <laughs> grandchildren are singing in the choir, so I'm coming to listen. Right. Wonderful. It was the children that brought them together. Yes. Yes. And once that happened, the whole picture changed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I kept teaching it. It's the same thing here in Saskatoon when mm-hmm. I had that uh, Nadia. Yes. <laughs> I told them, you know, mm-hmm. in the school, we're going to respect one and the other. Right. There are people coming from Ukraine, they're still following Julian Kelly. Mm-hmm. There are people here in Canada, they're following yeah, yeah, Julian yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, But. Yeah. We are following the growing calendar because we are following the school program. Right, right. That's it. So but how, we respect one and respect the other. So how did you end up in Saskatoon as the bishop? Well, they, there was a need for a bishop in Saskatoon. Right. Uh-huh. They needed a bishop. Right. And so <coughs> the uh, Ukrainian, the synod, uh-huh. I would talk they were talking and on and so forth, which candidates could be and so on. And then somebody mentioned, like, you know, the, the, the same Blazinishi, uh-huh. so forth, and to the whole one. Well, <coughs> uh, Charles is a Canadian, uh-huh. and he could go back to Canada and be the bishop in Saskatoon and let the Americans find an American one. They, well, they eventually <laughs> did. They found Father. Richard, but unfortunately he wasn't very healthy and he couldn't do very much and he died. Right. So I I was called again uh-huh. <laughs> by the nuncio and he nuncio says to me, you know, uh-huh. the, the the synod and, and the Holy Father, they, they want you to go back to Canada. I said, look, uh-huh. whatever you tell me to do, I will do. Right. That's all. So they told me, <coughs> pack your bags and go to Saskatoon. When I came to Saskatoon, Bishop Pilar said, Oh, finally I got something to, <laughs> to talk to and argue with. He was so happy this yes. year. And uh, he says, Can I continue keeping the suite that I have here for bedrooms? Yes. I said, yes. You continue because I'm going to be yes. visiting the parishes right. and I'll be on the road a lot. You go here and continue. The only thing I'm going to ask you, so that I can come and watch hockey games <laughs> in, in, and, and football games right. and TV. That's right. all. Right. And otherwise, you you yeah, drive yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, then he says, "Okay, I'll I'll put the car in the garage there. You here is under the garage. You use the underground for you because right. you should have a car ready any time." So. So that he went, moved it up to the garage up there, and I drove underneath the building. And so uh, we had a cook. And she uh-huh. came, you know, twice a week to cook for the. For the 
What? The door? I don't hear. Oh, okay. Okay, go. Go ahead. Huh? Go ahead. Go continue your conversation. What? Okay, so sorry for that interruption, but we're gonna uh, continue our conversation with uh, uh, Emeritus Bishop Michael Wilchar of the of uh, Eparchy of Saskatoon, and he was just uh, getting to the point where he was the Bishop of Saskatchewan, and that's where I personally um, had contact with him. He was the Bishop when I went to seminary for the final time. And that uh, he ordained me. So just continue on to your conversation, Bishop. Okay, so being a bishop uh, uh, in, in Saskatoon, uh, the situation is way different from, from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Way different. And so here I looked up at some of the things that the, the, the Bishop Cornelius had done, and he had that form of dialogue. Right. And I picked up that form that I read it. It was a kind of hodgepodge and so I read it while studied it and I made some order of it and I said, you know, this is going to be the basis for the first Sobor. Right. And a Sobor that means you want to engage all the people in the Aperky right. to so they have their say. Right. So then I worked out to 12 issues mm-hmm. that the, face, the church faces. Right. And the 12 issues, I said, that's just a really providential because then it will be an issue per month. Mm-hmm. And so that I set that up. Mm-hmm. And then we had the meetings with the representatives and the priests. And then I started sending these questionnaires mm-hmm. according to each issue. Right. But I wrote, first of all, overall letter that this is in preparation for the Sobor will be at the end. Too. Right. And that, that to me, was a big, <coughs> big thing. And it really woke, like, I mean, organized the people. They began to realize, hey, we have to start thinking like... Mm-hmm like a unit, you know, right. not everybody for himself. Right. And so, uh, even some of these smaller parishes, they've started organizing to a pastoral district instead yes. of... Uh, mm-hmm. So that was that was the big thing that I think we did. Okay, so we're, we're back now. We're talking about the Sabor that uh, Bishop Michael had implemented in 2005. I remember that very well. And uh, continued speaking, Bishop. Yeah, well, then the the, the priests uh, conducted these 12 <coughs> issues. Uh-huh. Every month they had discussed it, and then they sent the reports in. Right. And there was a committee set up to read the reports and kind of summarize them. Right. And they did that, and that was the basis for the subor document. Mm-hmm. And the whole the subor document, you know, is is the the pleasant, like the the present situation with a plan for the future. Right. And uh, that's that's what we did. <coughs> and um, we foresaw a lot of other things that are happening now. Mm-hmm. It was this was. Mm-hmm. You could foresee it. You mm-hmm. just foresee it, and then, mm-hmm. and then the people were more prepared to to accept these changes. 
Right. And I was always emphasizing, I says, pay attention and build up your parishes in the cities because mm-hmm. that's where the population will be. Right. The farmers will go down, down, down. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, besides uh, the Sobor, there's a priest that came from Ukraine and he mm-hmm. had to be help helped with the languages and so forth and sending them and mm-hmm. because vocations here in Canada are sparse. Yes. Okay, uh, so Ivan Hovchatsky, so he was a college boy and so forth mm-hmm. he was teaching even the college right. with you. Then who else? Who are you? Myself, yes. You you're yourself. So okay, yeah. so, so who else? Nobody. That I can think of. There were others, you yeah, know, yeah. but they were not in, uh-huh. not in our repertoire. Right, right. You see, they, they were different. Mm-hmm. At any rate, we, we accepted the priests from Ukraine, so they'd yes. have to. I remember when when the, when this year, Zinovi um, Bahri came with his wife and so forth. Mm-hmm. So I gave them. My old car. Yes. I says, here, drive, because I had a van. And I was traveling back and forth, Chicago and Saskatoon, because for mm-hmm. for two and a half years, right. I had to... to Both hypertrophies. Yeah. To... Mm-hmm. to uh, administer. Administer, you know, two hypertrophies. And yeah. that was hard. Right. During the winters in bad travel, <laughs> I would travel three weeks yeah. in Chicago, three weeks in Saskatoon. Right. And winter and so forth, I would fly, but otherwise I drove, and that's a twenty-three right. hour drive right. through Winnipeg right. in that way. Right. So many times I'd come into Winnipeg and spend the night there. Yeah. Next morning, I right. drive on. So right. it was that that was hard. That was the hard part. But yes. in the meantime, the people were well prepared. They were sincere. Uh, they, we had that sobor. And uh, mm-hmm. the, the people that participate benefit a lot from it. Mm-hmm. But the people that kind of, mm-hmm. eh, who knows, now they're complaining. <laughs> but you could see that what was coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. I understand. What else is there about Sask- Well, then the new bishop came mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. He's, mm-hmm. he's, uh, he's, uh, what is he? I would say he's a... Uh, Digital mm-hmm. bishop mm-hmm. is very good at, at this area. Right, you know. right. Better than me. I never learned some of the things. I learned some things, but then other things. So, I, I guess my last question for you, Bishop Michael, would be how how have you lived your retirement, and what advice would you give for priests like myself and for the future? Well, my retirement is it's very simple. When the time ended, <laughs> my age ended, yeah. I wrote a letter of retirement. Yeah. I waited almost a year. Right. It was six days short to a year when right. Bishop Brian yeah, t- right. took over. Right. I I stayed on as administrator to help right. for the ordination. Right. And after that, I thought to myself, no, mm-hmm. I'm not going to stay in Saskatoon because the people, well, Bishop Michael said, no, no. Mm-hmm. I left Saskatoon and I came and I asked the Redemptor's fathers, mm-hmm. can I stay in Ituna? Mm-hmm. And the provincial says, well, if Father Boris accepts you, right. sure, 
You make the arrangement with Father Boris, but as far as, as far as I'm concerned, as Father Lampers are concerned, you, you must, so I went, right. talked to Father Boris, and he said, yeah, uh-huh. You can have the second floor, but the first floor is my mind. <laughs> you, you can have the second. Clean out those rooms and throw yeah, out yeah, all yeah, the junk yeah, and yeah, paint yeah, them, yeah, do yeah. whatever you want. Right. And then you stay. So I've been in the second floor. Uh-huh. Now, when I came there, we had the cook. There used to be a cook coming mm-hmm. here. So I paid for board and room. Right. Mm-hmm. So my, my old age pension. Right, right. Then, when Father Boris got sick, mm-hmm. and he, he was already not capable, mm-hmm. I, was, I was substituting for him. Right. And then mm-hmm. Father Peter was appointed. Right. And when Father Peter was appointed, he did, did made a little changes here, but he still, I continued paying for board and room. Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, Father Boris mm-hmm. smoked himself mm-hmm. to death. Mm-hmm. He got cancer, mm-hmm. lung cancer, and mm-hmm. on May 12th, I think right. it is, or May right. 2nd, right. in, in mm-hmm. uh, 1971. Mm-hmm. No, no, 2017. 2017, yeah. Uh, yeah, 2017 passed away. Father Father Peter and I were traveling, uh-huh. hoping to see him yet, because we yeah, knew he was very sick. Uh-huh. And we were near Saskatoon, and Father Smolinski says, uh-huh. Father Boris just passed away. Right. So we came in there to St. Joseph's home, because that's where he was already at the end. And we sang for Nakeda for him. Right. And then we already stayed already for the funeral. Right. Uh, and then we came home. In, and Father Peter would ask me sometimes, mm-hmm. can you take this, can you take that? Oh. And he says, sometimes if we had this, could you take the parastas? If not, mm-hmm. they won't have a parastas. Mm-hmm. I says, I'll take the parastas. Yeah. I, I, I can take what I can, I can take. Right. Yeah, all right. And sometimes you, do, you take St. Anne's home there, walk over mm-hmm. there. And so I, was, I was helping a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, he gets sick. Oh, and he went very fast. Yes. He went very fast. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, you see, what, what is the pancreas? Yeah, yeah. Cancer, the pancreas. Right. Well, then for a while, mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess I was the one that was right. looking after the right. parish as, as much as I could, yeah. like a cripple. Yeah. And uh, and Father Luke came here mm-hmm. as administrator and mm-hmm. he says, I can't do this, is crazy, mm-hmm. we gotta go. So, mm-hmm. there's a bishop and meetings and all that. And the next thing you know, <laughs> you were appointed parish priest. Yes. So, mm-hmm. thank you. Mm-hmm. But, when Father Peter passed away, and I says, I'm not going to be paying that much money for a cook. Right. For, I don't need right. a cook. I know how to cook. Right. And I can buy my own groceries. And so I told the 
Okay, I was paying this for the fathers, but now the fathers gave you mm-hmm. the parish gave the house to the parish, yeah. so I have to pay rent somebody, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. the renters anymore. Right. So I talked to mm-hmm. the chairman, parish council, mm-hmm. they decided what. So they told me mm-hmm. that I have to pay a small amount so, every month. So for what? for staying here and I cook for myself yeah. and I buy my son groceries so I make ends meet. So I guess my my question for the people that here, what would you what would you what would be your role as a retired bishop living in this community? What do you think your role is right now? My role is to be a parishioner. Right. I told them very carefully that they gave me my envelope when I yeah, asked right. for They couldn't believe it. I said, otherwise I'm in no man's yeah, land. Yeah, yeah. So I'm a parishioner. Right. And at uh, 89 years old, what do you want from me? Right, right. Now, as a bishop, I can have the priestly faculty. Whatever I can help, yeah. I will help. But... It, it's set up here. I don't want to interfere in the mm-hmm. parish in no way. Mm-hmm. I have uh, the chapel there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's celebrate the religious mm-hmm. in the morning there. Mm-hmm. Whenever I can feel good, stronger, it's a little right. earlier. If I wake it might be a little bit later. But it's still concerned. Then, like a year for you, mm-hmm. I... Uh, I have these Vespers yeah. and right. Leti also, the people have anointing. Right. But you see, this this whole thing, you know, with COVID, COVID, COVID-19 really yeah. threw a monkey wrench. Right, right. I understand. Yeah. Well, I thank you, Bishop, for all your work over the years for the different aprikis being bishop and being priest and and your experiences you've helped a lot of people along the way and you've helped me as i said you ordained me your last ordination i believe (laughs) and i'm very very thankful for that so i just want to thank you for your interview today and uh you know, it's been an interesting life. It was really interesting. Thank you. I learned a lot of things. Well. And uh, I, I pray that our uh, our church somehow gets through this COVID and somehow becomes stronger for the future. Well, yeah, but if you see, the, the, the people here have to realize, oh, mm-hmm. we could sit another out <laughs> because... When I became bishop, and so, but that's when, but that's when communism was falling apart. Right. And then the, our church was coming out of the catacombs. Right. And I was a witness of that. And I saw these things. Now, could talk days about mm-hmm. that. So we have to realize that besides Ituna, mm-hmm. Saskatoon, mm-hmm. Canada, there is a church. Okay. That's mm-hmm. million people. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was in Zarvanecha. Right. And there were 700,000 people. And the priest there, he liked me because I collected $60,000 yeah. for him to build, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, build the church. Yeah. And he was very grateful for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And now he's the metropolitan there. Yeah. And he says, 
be a preach, but with search, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. Don't, don't mm-hmm. no, no, you know, theology. Just talk, just talk like that yeah. about the Blessed Mother. Right. I said, sure. So I went out there and I spoke and people were listening, you know, and I said, but what my mother used to tell me about Zarvanitsa, <laughs> and now I see it myself, you know, it is, and yeah. you know, I talk myself. And I says, and you know, during the time of communism, what kept you going? Yeah. Says the Blessed Mother kept you going. Right. Because you were singing, oh, so now, you're a free country and so forth. Yeah. So now, with all these 700,000 people, let us all sing, you know, yeah, yeah. right from our hands and from our hearts, you know. So, Ospo, I started. 700,000 people wow. took up that song, and they wow. knew it by heart, wow. you know. And they sang it, and, and you could see tears in the eyes, <coughs> and now people were so happy. Mm-hmm. And I finished up one verse, and we sang the second verse, mm-hmm. and then the end. And I says, "You see, and look, it's not finished. The Blessed Mother will continue blessing you, right. and your children, and your great grandchildren. Pass it on." Good. Thank you, Bishop. Okay. <laughs>